This is the Self-Development Podcast, episode number 22. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Leonos Kakidando, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why you cannot outsource your success. So when I was thinking about doing this podcast, I thought primarily about how a lot of us um, sort of get this notion of how we're supposed to succeed. We sort of get a misguided understanding of how we are supposed to put in the type of effort that will lead to success. What I mean by that is this. You know, when it comes to working on your goals, right, there are different aspects you can look at. So, for example, you say that you want to start a business. So one thing you could look at is how to actually, you know, put up a business. Then there is how to run the business. Now, we tend to say because I haven't run a business before. And so because this is a certain thing I took in college, then when it comes to things like business finances, I can get someone to do that. When it comes to something like sales, I know a friend who's really good at selling. When it comes to something like marketing, let me look for the best um, marketer among my, my pool of friends. And that's generally how a lot of us tend to think about um, outsourcing help. But one major problem with this that I found uh, through my personal experience and what I'm seeing is a challenge in other people as well, is that when you put that reliance, right, on a certain aspect of your goal or your dream, when you put the reliance of success in someone else, then really you are putting your whole faith that whoever it is you think will come help you will actually help you. And if they don't, well, your dream crumbles. Now, that of course is a problem, right? And most people who run businesses from the ground up, from bootstrapping, will always tell you just how well-rounded you have to be, just how prepared to wear many hats you have to be. You cannot put your entire dream or goal in the hands of someone else, no matter how close you are to them, no matter how skilled you think they may be, no matter how much you may think uh, or feel you trust them. This is your dream that came from your head. This is not something that other people wake up uh, thinking about on your behalf. They don't think about the success of whatever it is you're trying to um, do on your behalf. And so a lot of people find themselves getting stuck, um, find themselves not, you know, making progress because they're expecting someone else to play a very crucial role that, you know, that holds things together. So this is, this is uh, something that as a dreamer, we need, as dreamers, we need to understand that we cannot outsource the success we want. We can outsource help, but the responsibility of ensuring that something succeeds 
cannot come from someone else. And I know there are people that will uh, disagree to that, but to a large extent, I have sat down with people who, who are ready to go solo and do their marketing, do their sales, do their finances all by themselves because of the experiences they've had. They know that it is crazy, and I'm telling you crazy, to put total reliance on other people because those other people aren't as invested or aren't as passionate as the people that come up with these goals and ideas. You cannot divide responsibilities. And number two, you cannot choose what aspect of effort is called hard work, right? You cannot choose the type of hard work <laughs> uh, when you go to work on your goals. So you cannot say that, okay, look, I am going to work hard on uh, bringing up my business by focusing on what I'm good at best, which is probably to develop products or to design products. You cannot do that because the success of something um, like a business requires different aspects of your business to be great as well. So if you're great in product development, but you suck at sales, you have a problem. If you're good at sales, but not good at marketing, you have a problem. If you're good at marketing, but you're not good at people management or, you know, being friendly to customers, being inviting, then you have a problem. And so you cannot single out whatever it is you think you want to do that will make the company great and just, you know, toss those other things aside and say someone else can come. Now, I do understand that this can be a challenge for people who are like, then what's the point? Why should I get into business if I'm supposed to do everything? Number one, it's not meant to be easy. So you best understand that early, that it is difficult for a business to get off the ground from the ground. Number two, I'm not saying that you should heavily involve yourself in things you cannot do, but you at least need to understand how things work at a very foundational level. You see, like, for example, finances is something a lot of people ignore that get into business initially, but it comes back later to bite them when they now have to you know, uh, present their, their, their taxes or do or file their taxes rather. And they cannot say, no, but I did not, I don't know finances and I hired someone and I did not know what he was doing. You can get into a lot of problems when you refuse to not participate in how every aspect of your business works, right? So you have to understand that it's not meant to be comfortable for you, especially initially. Some of the best entrepreneurs I know are people that can tell you how their marketing strategy works, how their sales strategy works, how they run their finances. They are all round people, but it does not mean that they're in those departments on a daily basis doing the work that they hired other people to. Think of it this way. Suppose you had a team, right? And you were trying to grow a business and these team members are, well, more or less experts in their departments. 
But for some reason, right, the guy who's in finance decides to get up and bounce. What do you do? If you have no idea how the finances work, where are you going to start? And business must keep going. Well, what you could do is take a quick glance at your current finances and then see if the work that's there requires specialization, you, requires you to get another expert, or it's something that you could um, work on uh, at the moment until you get to a place where you're like, okay, now we can make it higher. But I can't imagine the people that run businesses and all of a sudden this key player in marketing leaves, this key player in finance leaves. What does it do to the whole organization? What does it do to the guy's dream or the girl's dream? It cripples them. It makes things crumble. So it is really important to understand that you cannot outsource the success of what you start to other people. What we must understand is that we need to learn how to succeed. Succeed does not need to learn us. And what I'm trying to say when I say that uh, phrase is that we must adapt, change, transform, learn new things, become newer individuals with different skill sets. We should not expect success to come to the type of person we already are, that we should remain these types of people that, that know what, uh, that only have, you know, skills based on what we learned in college and that's it, right? And for some reason we should, we should just become successful. No, there is a lot to this game of succeeding and becoming uh, an achiever that requires us to adopt new, to become different and to learn a lot. And so we must learn how to succeed. Success cannot learn how to live with us. I hope that sort of makes sense. And of course, since we are responsible for every aspect of our own success, it is very, very important that we make very clear our definitions of success, our definitions of what it is we think we want to achieve. Clarity is one of the most important uh, components or foundations of building a dream that is attainable. When you have clarity and then you have an organized plan, you can grow. I was once um, telling my business partner, even my brother, I think, and a lot of people, the way I see um, organizations, the way I think organizations are, are built in a healthy way, you have a founder or a couple of founders who come together and say, this is what we want to attain. And so they have a clear goal. And what they do is based on that clear goal, they create a clear plan. And in most cases, it's a business plan, which is a very, very, very important uh, document to help you put you in the right frame of mind. Because with a business plan, there are different aspects that talk about what your idea is, right? In terms of how clear or understandable it is. Number two is how it is you think that it will succeed. Number three, who are you going to sell this idea to? Number four, how are you going to run to allow this dream to sort of like 
succeed, this idea to succeed. So in terms of operations, how many people you have, that type of thing. And number four, is it number five? Number five is how much does all this look like it will cost, right? And along with the finances, you also kind of have to figure out if we burn this amount of money for X number of years, then on the third year or the fourth year, we will, we will make this much in terms of sales. So if we get a like capital or a loan of uh, X amount of uh, cash, then we are pretty sure by on the third or the fourth year, we will be able to make that cash back and give it to the, to the guys who loaned us the money. See that type of stuff. And then now when it comes down to the you know, process by process, department by department, you now start saying, okay, fine, then if we're going to, if this is the plan, then we need to make sure that sales works this way. We need to make sure that marketing works this way. We need to make sure that product development works this way. And within marketing, within finance, within sales, you start creating sort of like templates, like real life scenarios. When you go to a customer, do this, do this, do this, and do that. And then this is something you as one of the founders or, you know, the initial members, this is something you go and do. You don't just write theory. You actually go implement. When you say that this is the marketing you're going to do, you actually go do that. And then you find that in the beginning, you do these things early on to test them and to refine them so that when you see them working, you can get someone else to say, look, this is the goal of this department and this is how we currently do things. So I need you to do the same exact thing, follow the same exact template and you can improve upon it. But for now, follow it. And then uh, when you get feedback and all this and all this, you come and tell us, okay, what are people saying? All that. And then that's how departments grow, right? It's, it's organic, but it requires leadership and it requires you to understand the goals of like every department. It requires you to have experience in every department. Only then can you scale. The kinds of companies that I kind of uh, notice seem to struggle is, is the, the types where they say, okay, you, 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 let's come together. What are you good at? I'm good at this. What, am I, what is this guy good at? I'm good at that. I'm good at that. And let's say um, this guy is a product developer or software developer. This guy is a sales guy or has sales experience. And this guy is in marketing. Then for some reason, they just say, okay, guys, we need to come up with some thing and we need this thing to make us successful. What do we do? Then they say, okay, let's come up with an application. All right. So let's give this to this guy to do this application. And when the application is done, we give it to this guy who goes and does the selling. And at the same time, we give it to this guy that does the marketing. Like within what? A meeting or two, they've created a company and have already decided the workflow. Those types of things I have seen time and time again fail miserably. Because at any one time, any one of these people could say, okay, fine. I, I don't want to be with you guys. And the whole thing crumbles. Why? Because there was no initial, like, clear plan from top to bottom. Here's a, something that I learned um, 
from researching sales and from being in sales. If you want to create something that could succeed, especially in business, make sure that you start with a business plan that can be taken to someone who could give you capital. You don't need to take it to someone, but is worthy enough to get the attention of someone that could give you the capital. Just by scanning a business plan, a person can know just how committed, serious, and viable your idea is. So this is a great way to get out of the sort of quickly put things together mentality and to really get into the heart of doing things right when it comes to pursuing a goal, as particularly in business. So um, I guess there is one way we can overcome this challenge of outsourcing our success. And I believe it's by understanding how achievers actually work, to understand how they live their lives. I think we spend too much time in our personal bubbles, in our personal lives, to not really appreciate the kind of work day or work hours actual achievers go through. Like I know so many people who want to get into business, but have never read, uh, read a business book in their life. They have no idea how taxes work. They have no idea how sales work. I mean, they know what everyone else knows, but they don't know what the best people know. And that is usually a big problem. They know on the surface that this is how Uber was, uh, this is what Uber is, right? A ride sharing application, but they cannot sit down and, and they want to create a similar application, but they cannot sit down and tell you how that company came to be, right? They know, um, they hear big names, but they have no idea how those big names came to be. And they begin to assume and theorize that, oh, these guys just created this. So if we do the same thing, we'll get there as well. That's not how these things work. We really need to appreciate just how difficult it is to find success in anything, not just in business, but in anything. And the one thing that would help us a lot is to really sit down with achievers. And even if you can't get access to them physically, these people write tons and tons of books. They have tons of podcasts. There are tons of audiobooks, videos, and they keep um, documenting their best thinking, their best moments, their struggles, their challenges, and how they overcame them. This is a very, very, very solid place to begin in understanding how we can also begin to adapt and turn into the type of people that achieve things. I think that's where I'll end today. Hope you found that valuable. If you have a question about this topic or a comment or a view, if you'd like to challenge me, please head over to kidanda.net. It should be the latest blog post for this episode. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. And I guess until next time, remember to always make progress and not excuses. See you.